Welcome back to Open Graves. Welcome back. I'm Vesta Vingloria. I'm Heather Noel. And we are uh, today in the kitchen of Mr. <laughs> where, the, where the magic happens. Right? Where are the magic? I'm really impressed with the acoustics. <laughs> Can I move in? So we're with yeah. Derek Walker in his kitchen in Hollywood. <laughs> How goth is that, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, the amount of shoes I'm sitting next to, it is actually big. A lot of black shoes. A lot of black shoes, right? A lot of black shoes. <laughs> yeah. But this is so exciting. I mean, I feel I feel accomplished for get, for us getting you as guests. As yeah. a guest. So sweet. Thank you. <laughs> Did we, were we told before it would be difficult? Or I, I've always got the feeling that it was going to be a, a challenge. I think Marilyn was the one who was first. Yes. Like, got really? To get yes. And she was, was like, I'll put in a good word. I'm you were, a sweetheart. You were Why would I not? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> or maybe you just keep want to keep everything secret. <laughs> I don't know. In the shadows. The mysterious. Kind of mysterious. Well, mysterious. I think not so much mysterious as, um, you know what it was? I think when I started coming to the club, you know, it was a different kind of environment. You know, mm-hmm. we just kind of came out, we danced. Yeah. You didn't know anybody, you know, 20 something years ago. So, yeah, I just went there to dance. And then once social media kind of happened, you know, it became this thing where, oh, okay, yeah, your name's Heather. I, I've seen you for three years, but now I know what your name is, you know. Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, because I think also at that point, people were like, oh, my name is Switchblade. <laughs> or, or, or my name is Goth Ninja. And you're like, all right, okay. Well, I mean, I probably yeah. had a different name when we first met. Did you? I'm trying to think. Never mind. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I got her name changed. I think I've been casually saying hello to you since I started coming out. No, like I know. But I think I've always known you as Vesta. Or maybe it was. Well, I think we never exchanged real words for a good That's true. Years. Yeah, but yes, yes, exactly. That's also, <laughs> you know? that's also probably true. Which is an interesting thing about yes. our community. And it is. Yeah. Well, I think that's what I was saying. Like, I think before Facebook and like, well, and I was even, because I'm not very uh, technological. You know, in any kind of way, and Clearly all my like friends know. Yeah. Like, no, you guys have to set up. Because <laughs> you know, I'm like, do you guys need like room and space? I don't know what's going on here. But um, but yeah, but I think once like you know, I think from what I understand, a lot of people were on um, God, what was it? Not before? MySpace. Yes, MySpace. Friendster. Friendster. <laughs> MySpace. Right. So I guess there was a golf chat room. Oh, was that? Yeah, oh, that I everyone was that. on. Yeah, and they were like, weren't you somebody? It's like, nope, I was never on it. Or live I, journal? Were they thinking oh, you were on live journal? I was very journal? much on live journal. You on live journal? Okay, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't see. I was. I was no. Okay. I was uh, back then. I was probably didn't know anyone in the goth scene. Like you know, I didn't know anyone at all. So I just okay. kind of was like going to the clubs, stumbled onto the clubs. Um, How did you stumble? Yeah. So that's an interesting uh, question. So I, I think a lot of people, you know, I I listened to some of your podcasts and people were telling me their backgrounds and you know how they got into it. Yeah. Um, for me, so I am originally from Florida, um, born and raised. What part? Um, I live further down south in Homestead, Florida. Okay. It's not that well known because everyone knows oh. Miami Beach. Yeah. But back in the day, we had a huge um, uh, Homestead Air Force Base. And that's kind of how we were known, like Homestead Air Force Base. But it's kind of like, this is the south. So okay. it's like the south, like just backwater the south. But I've gone there recently, and it's amazing. Like, the change is just incredible. There's, like, a Target, like, a huge Target there. <laughs> hey, Starbucks. You know. Yeah, I'm like, okay, great, you know. Um, but, yeah, so I kind of, I moved out here to California because I, uh, to study fashion. Design. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I got a scholarship to Otis. Yeah, so, you know, and that it's was right back when it's, Yes. Well, <laughs> now it is. So, oh. back when I was there, like, God, date myself, 20... 
six years ago? It yeah, was, was in downtown, yeah. Oh, it Yeah, it was oh, in downtown yeah. in um, MacArthur Park. Yeah. Which cool. has also gone through its little, like... Oh, yeah, yes, Renaissance? Oh, yeah, 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 you know. And it's crazy because when I got there... So, the interesting story is that, <laughs> you know, the school is like, we're on Wilshire Boulevard. So, I'm thinking that, you know, Wilshire Boulevard uh, sounds like, like amazing. Beverly Hills. You know, yeah, Beverly Hills. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, we're driving from the airport... <laughs> And we keep driving to Beverly Hills. I was like, all right, Wilshire Boulevard. And he keeps going and he keeps going and he keeps going. I was like, oh, God. You know, and I think I got here at like, it must have been after 10 p.m. So it was very dark and very scary down there, especially yeah. back in those yeah, days, you yeah. know. And then, you know, to wake up to the experience and you're like, people are trying to sell you fake IDs in the park, you know, when you're walking by. I bought a fake yes. ID. <laughs> I, think, I think everyone did. But I, was, I was 18 by the time I got here, so I was yeah. legal. Um, so that's pretty much how I got introduced into, um, well, I guess not my first real introduction into the golf scene, but like back when I was in Florida, we had this skate park, um, I see not skate park, but we had like this skating ring. Um, and it was in like the better part of town per se. Um, so, you know, they were playing rock and roll there mm. and, you know, so you hear like, you know, like, um, kiss and, um. You know, rat back then, the 80s, you know, yeah, yeah. So, all these like kind of Van Halen, you know. So, I would be like rocking into the skating ring, like, you know, skating around the ring, liking this music because for me, you know, and also just being African American, you know, I grew up in hip hop. You know, me and my friends, we'd go to like Luther Campbell's club on South Beach and we'd dance to like reggae, you know. Yeah, you know, it's still music that I still listen to today. But like when I did come to college, um, I met one of my best friends, Chris, who we're still friends with, and he introduced me to all this other, like, kind of crazy music, like, you know, and I remember him playing, like, Bjork and Portishead and mm-hmm. other things like that, and it's, like, this kind of, like, dark, you know, um, kind of, like, sinister music, and I was like, oh, it's kind of cool, I like this vibe, and um, we had some other people who were actually probably more into the goth scene, mm-hmm. um, and they took us to our first club, which I believe... Probably was the probe, which is no oh, longer okay. around. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And back then, the probe had so many clubs, but um, Control Factory was on a Monday. Control Factory. Yeah. Oh, you're around for Control Factory. I rem- no. Oh, okay. I remember the names. Yeah. yeah. I was there before yeah. that time too. Okay. Yeah. Was the probe off Highland? It was off of Highland. That's right, right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was a huge space, and it was yeah. just like, wow. When you walk into there, it was like you know. At that point, I didn't know exactly what industrial or any of that stuff was, but you know, it's just like. This cool club, you needed a, uh, they gave you like this metal ID card that you needed to get in oh, for membership. Yeah, you know. Mm, yeah. And you walk in and it was like huge. I think it was two levels. You kind of walk from the top floor down to the bottom floor and there was like other rooms, but it took up like, it was fairly big. I'd say probably maybe as big as like bunker minus, you know, a couple of rooms, but it was like that kind of just big of a space yeah and you know like at that time it was like maybe the uh, late 90s you know when i was going and so it was just great they had like blackout parties and all sort of kind of stuff the music was great and you know i think that's why for me i kind of associate with that time period of music mm. you know so i love like mm-hmm. the old school stuff it's like near and dear to yeah. my heart you know and then after that um we stumbled onto like um Clockwork Orange. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, I think like everyone's been there. Yeah. The Ruby, the world yeah. went through like three, four different <laughs> name changes. Um, but yeah, I think that's where I spent a lot of the time because at that time there was, see, there was Bang, Beat It. Beat It. I was yeah, Beat It. Yeah. Beat It. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, it was like great. Like every night of the perversion. week, I think they had something yeah. perversion. Yeah. 
So I um I kind of stumbled onto more of the goth scene. Well, actually, no. So from from college, I was like, you know, kind of emerged into the this not I wouldn't say emerged, but like just like into the music, into the scene. And at one point, I kind of felt like I was being like looked at. You know, like another dance floor. I finally got the courage to Wonder get out there. Wonder why? Yeah. Well, no, not because I was dancing. Oh. No, I, I felt like um, I. W- I mean, of course, I'm like one of the few, if not only, black people. You yeah. know, in the scene. So I felt like at that point in time, the only person I really saw was uh, Mina. You know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm sure she's been on the scene longer than I was, yeah. of course. But um, you know, I saw her and I was like, wow, like she's amazing. You know, she had like this yeah. white, yeah. you know, flowy dress and she was spinning around. I was like, oh my god, she's great. You know, and then I think, you know, we did cinematic and some other clubs oh, and stuff like that. And yeah. then after a while, like, I just didn't feel comfortable anymore. So I left. Mm. Oh, you didn't I didn't leave the scene. Yeah, yeah. I left the scene for a little bit. Um, and then I came back to Clockwork Orange. So I love 80s music. Mm-hmm. And so I just went to 80s and all this other stuff. And I saw um, this guy. Uh, I think at that point, maybe Amanda was DJing also on Fridays. She was doing goth in the front room, I think. Think by the smoking patio, right? Fridays for Clockwork. For Clockwork, I think oh, that they had they had hip hop in the back. Yeah, exactly. In the back room, there was three rooms, right? Yeah. I remember Sally being up front. Too, yes, and Sally was there. Like yeah, and they kind of moved. Yeah. And I know Bracktoon went there like once mm-hmm. they changed the format. So, um, so I think that's how I met Amanda. And um, someone was telling me, oh yeah, you should come check out Perversion on Thursday nights, you know. And I was like, oh yeah, cool, I'll check it out. Yeah, so I went to Perversion. And I was like, okay, cool, you know. And I started meeting more people. The first person I met, re met, was like a uh, Edgar, who doesn't go out anymore. But mm. He's like, oh yeah, very yeah, great dancer. You know, he like was very friendly. And I was like, okay, cool, you know, I'll give this another shot. And then when I went to Clockwork Orange, um, I saw uh, Brian, Brian Vine, like he was like shadow dancing to Michael Jackson. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was teasing about that. I was like, what are you doing? I was like, he's like, yeah, man, you know, I come here all the time. And then you know, we start talking. And he introduced me to more people. And then I just think after that, it became more and more comfortable. Hmm. And I believe then, like, Amanda had gotten uh, asked to do Bunker. And um, so I was like, oh, cool. I'll check that out, you know. Because it was kind of competing with, like, uh, Clockwork Orange. Because it was both Friday oh, right. nights. Yeah. Yes. So, and I was like, damn, I can't get my 80s. But then yeah. I went to Bunker. <laughs> and, of course, you know, again, it was, like, that huge mega club. Massive place. Massive place, you know. And so I was like, okay, cool. Well... I've done the 80s for like, I think by then it was like 10 years. So I was like, all right, you know, I'll check out Bunker and, and do that kind of lifestyle. And I kind of just got sucked into it from there, you know. Then other clubs start opening up, like Melodiction. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, God, there's like so many now. But, you know, then also <laughs> Perversion, you know, kept changing once the Going movie closed. Yeah, yeah, different yeah. venues, you know. Um, we try to keep it going and support it. And, um, yeah, Sin, you know, it's still going. Or Bar. We had Jolie on the podcast and she calls it Bar, which I've never so heard. We were oh, like, really? What are you talking about? It's oh, Bar Sister? Bar Sister, yes, I see. Okay. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. So, yeah, we just started meeting people and it became like cool, you know? And then over the years, I think everyone's just become so close and like it's a family. And it's just interesting to think that looking back, like from where I started, that you know, 20-something years later, I'd still be dancing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. How many nights a week do you go out? Oh, God. Um, <laughs> I know what you used to. Is it still? Right. It's up there. It's, um... <clears throat> let's see. I uh, So, Sunday nights chamber. is Chamber. Yes. Love, Ray, Steve. Mm-hmm. Yes. Amazing. Yeah, and you just DJ there, too. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, that was a good set. And then Mondays, I do Blue Mondays. 
And I love Bragtoon, yeah. Bruce. And like Bragtoon gives us a nice like dark 80s set for the first like hour. Yeah, he's half. darker. Yeah, he's a little darker, like some Susie and stuff like that. And I guess I can I can uh, call out Bruce for canceling our uh, golf nights on Monday, right? Yeah. <laughs> like everyone used to show up for that night. I yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, it was a great night, uh, golf and industrial. Um, and then Wednesdays, of course, you know, is the new newer mm-hmm. club in town, but you know, still um, coming off of Bar Sinister, you know. But it's just a great night, and yeah, we'll be Fridays? there. We'll be there tonight. Um, huh? What do you do Fridays? Uh, hold on, we're not there yet. Oh, sorry. I still got, I got, still got some. You know. <laughs> then Thursday, actually. I know, right? Thursday, oddly enough, I'm back at um, Blue Mondays for. Uh, You're doing twice, I do a, twice week? a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, and then uh, Fridays for a while, you know, actually, <clears throat> excuse me, back in um, before the pandemic, you know, pre pandemic, before the world ended. No, yeah. um, but, um, you know, the last was open. That's and there right, were so right. many great clubs, yeah. you know, at the Lash, like on Friday nights. So we have alternatives. And then, you know, even before the Lash, you know, Bunker was every Friday. Right. Until they uh, stopped doing so that. And they closed do. down and they, yeah, yeah. remodeled. Um, and then Saturdays, you know, again, pre-pandemic, Mal was on Saturdays. Or we had Mal, Ruin. Yeah. Or whichever one of those. Yeah. So, you know, it'd be yeah. one of those. Um, generally now, since I work for myself, I try to take... Tuesdays are usually my off days and Saturdays. But I've kind of gotten back into going to Sinister. I know. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Called out. Yeah, so, you know, so I do go there. Because, um, yeah, I mean, it's a great night. Um, and a lot of the other clubs, you know, just aren't doing anything. Which is odd because, like, you know, on a Saturday it's night, a you think, night. That, yeah, it's a prime night. You yeah. Know, so. mm-hmm. you, you find room to dance there? Um, so I go there. The secret is to go there between 10 and 12. Oh, right at the beginning. And I go and dance, yeah. But, you know, actually, they did they did switch it up where, not last Saturday, but a couple of prior Saturdays, um, JPEG was out on the uh, patio oh. DJ. So there was more space, mm-hmm. you know, for birthday nights. Uh, so it's only that one time of the month. But they had a band last week, so. Right, know, yeah. yeah. That yeah. was crowded. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was very it was crowded. Oh, uh, it's nuts. It yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's cool because it's one of those places where, <laughs> you know, I feel like a lot of the golf places that we've had, like, you know, the Dragonfly and things like that, there's always been this mm-hmm. element of, like, just kind of, like, run down, like, kind of, <laughs> oh like, my gosh. Like, yeah, yeah, grittiness, you know, you know, yeah, it has its charm, okay. Yeah, exactly, right. No, 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 that's what I'm saying, <laughs> but it's just, like, it's interesting because, I mean, you don't really think about it until, let's say, like, you go to a different club venue, and it's like, oh, wow, everything's, like, polished and <laughs> I mean, water, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. the thing is, I feel like, also, with our clubs, when people try to move it to nicer places, it sometimes doesn't even work. You know, like yeah, the I bar like, guarantee is so high. Yeah, it's so high. You know, yeah. and um, you know, so there's very few few things, and and I think I don't know. I, I like the quality of our people. Yeah, that, we, that come out. You know, it's like yeah. we're not necessarily like you know. I mean, except for like Bunker, they get like the massive numbers. Yeah. but you know, it's like for the most part, we'll have like 300, 200 people. Um, except for Sinister, you know, they'll get like, you know, 600, 700 yeah, people. Oh yeah, goodness. you know, oh yeah. And even Blue Monday, oh my God, like, there used to be like, they had to get two clubs at one point because there was so many I people. I remember I was the there summer. that night. Yeah, yeah. That was one of the insane. nights I went. I, it, was, uh, it was the place across the street. Yes, and actually, oddly enough, the old uh, Blue. Yeah, club. right. Club, yeah. It's called Sound now, right? Sound, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because like, I think... I think Jay Bird was like pumping us up. He's like, "Come on, guys, we gotta go back to the old, you know, the old blue." And I was like, "Yeah, you're right. Let's check it out." I mean, I was gonna go to Blue Monday anyway, but you know, I was like, definitely wanted to see what they did. what they changed because, yeah. like, you know, I think it hasn't been open for like maybe ten years or something like that, or maybe it wasn't being used. Mm. 
but they did a complete renovation. It's like, nice in there. Yeah, it's beautiful in wow. there. You know, been... yeah, it's very different because like before huge. it was like it was huge. Yeah. Because before I think it had like two rooms that you could dance in, and then the out- oh. yeah, and then the outdoor patio stayed the same. It looks the same. Oh, okay. But they just made it one large dance area now. So yeah. it's like, cool. Yeah, you know, and I feel like sometimes that's what a lot of our scene has problems with too. Is just kind of finding the spaces, you know, because usually yeah. it's like it could be like a bar. Yeah. you know, with the dance floor as opposed to, like, a dance space, right. you know? And so I feel like, you know... R.I.P. the Monte Cristo. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. The Monte Cristo where it's, like, you have, you know, like, there's plenty of room to dance, you know, perversion, there's a dance floor, yeah. there's three dance floors, you know, bunker, of course, you go there to dance. And even Sinister has a great dance floor, you know, and outside. But, you know, when you're outside on the uh, patio, it's kind of hard. <laughs> it's you know, like, yeah, yeah, it's like even, you're, like, kind of falling down. But, again, like you said, I feel like all the golf clubs that, you know, they have their own charm. And each one is kind of unique. It's like you go to this club, even though, you know, a lot of us um, kind of frequent the same places. You know, I felt like each club kind of brings its own thing to the scene. Do you remember the first song you danced to? Oh, God. Uh. (laughs) And like either did you watch the gothic or shadow dancing from afar before you tried it yourself? Or were you already well schooled in that? No, I think it was probably because I think we just were observers, and it was probably Control yeah. Factory. It's like the earliest oh, thing okay. I remember. Yeah, it was either Control Factory or Clockwork Orange, or maybe even Perv. Because I think back then Perv had like little shows that they would do. Um, oh. I don't know if you went to the Ruby, but you remember like yeah, in that, yeah, it was in the, my origin. right. You yeah. know, so remember like that huge backspace, like where they, all the chairs were, like yeah. right in front of yeah. the, the dancing area. They used to put on like little performances over there, you oh. know. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. It was like probably before your yeah, time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You know? But it was like do like like little kind of shows and God, now that I think about that, like I was like, that place is huge. Like yeah, I remember it had like a whole really like yeah. yeah, it had like a whole like seating area that was like all red. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um the days, right? The good old days. Um, but I think it's good that, you know, a lot of newer clubs are coming out and a lot of the older DJs and promoters are still like, you know, going strong, you know, and yeah. Cool. Great time, yeah. <laughs> so I'm curious, um, in your Florida days, yes. in your pre-goth days, yes. when you were interested in coming out here for fashion, like I, yeah, as yes. I know you now, I think of you as a very, you know, gothy, aesthetic, right. uh, yes. excited, driven person. So what did that look like oh, before God. you were in the goth community? <laughs> I wore <a> color. <laughs> a lot of yeah. color. Yes. Actually, well, when I was young, you know, of course back then, and again, it was like the 80s and 90s. So of course, you know, bright color, the cross colors. Um, <laughs> um, neon. You know, neon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, up until... Even I say before I got really immersed into the goth scene, I kind of transitioned a little bit more. I worked in a high-end retail uh, mm-hmm. in Beverly Hills. At the time, there was a lot of designers that were coming out. My aesthetic had changed because I mean I used to wear like I would come to work in like baby blue, like <laughs> jackets with like a red rose on, you know, Ooh, so yeah. That, yeah, and like you know are striped there socks. Yeah, we got. There those. are photos probably somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Oddly enough, um, <clears throat> on one of the days I was wearing like a bright blue outfit. I was walking down to get like coffee at one of our little places. And this guy was like, I can't stand when these people dress like that, you know, like under his breath. Ugh. And so I turned around. I was like, excuse me, what the F did you say to me? What? What? And then he was like, just turned around and walked away. I was like, that's what I thought, you know. So it's kind of like yeah. people assume, you know, if you dress a certain wow. way that, you know, like you're going to act a certain way. But yeah, so after that, like I kind of, the emerging designers from that time, like Rick Owens and, um, you know, I mean, Yoji had been around, you know, um, for years and years and years. Um, I got into like Anne de Mulemeester and all these people were like their aesthetic is all black you know so 
I was like, wow, I love this style. You know, it's just kind of like, it can be like the end of Mule Meester is very like kind of like avant-garde, gothic, uh-huh. like, you know, just chic. And then Rick Owens is just kind of like, you know, like this kind of grunge, kind of infusing the goth scene. And I think it worked because, you know, he's doing this aesthetic where he has like, you know, shorts with boots, which is what, you yeah, know, we were in the right. Which, yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. So it's, I'm like, oh, it works, you know, it's like a draw crotch fit, you know, like a longer shirt, mm-hmm. his bomber jackets. And um, so, yeah, I think. Sounds like Jack. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jack. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh well. No. Oh, yeah. I love Jack. He's like, uh, like we. He's like my shopping buddy. Sometimes we go. Yeah. 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 He's a cool guy. So yeah. So I think that's when my aesthetic changed, and then it just kind of fell in line with the music. Anyways, you know, it's like most of the clothes we just kind of wear all black. Anyway. So yeah. So the Florida brights. That's really. I guess that's true. Yeah. There's not that we don't have sunshine here, but I guess you know. Yeah. The neons. Um. So our usual question, what is your darkness? As in, what drove you to this music in the first place? Mm -hmm. Um, Did it dovetail with your move out here? I mean, you did tell us a little bit about your club history. um, But what, I mean, I I know that you listen to hip hop and rap uh, back in Florida and you still do. But what sort of led you towards that kind of music? And really, and you are like... One of those people who just react whenever yeah. they play the first couple beats of a song. You yes. know what it, know it is. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, you're yeah. like, and I'm yeah. like that too, but it's yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. You know, and yeah. so when did that, or what What was it that happened or didn't happen right. that drove you to appreciating this sound? See, that's interesting. I, I think, because I, I, I did hear um, some of your other uh, podcasts where, you know, people do have kind of a darker side. And it's not that... I don't have any like personal things in my life, but I don't think that really influenced my choice into going into mm. goth scene. I just kind of like the music, you know. The music was like, like again, like I said, like Portishead is like, oh my god. And I wow. guess yeah. also, you know, having an R and B background, mm-hmm. you know, like that kind of like just soulful. And to yeah. me, like mm-hmm. female singers are just so damn soulful. Mm-hmm. Like you know, it's like like my breakup song is um. Is it Glory Box? Oh! <laughs> yes. I was like, and then in my mind, I was like, God, if I was a woman, I would just be, I would dance on a pole to that song. It's just, so, it's just the sexiest song, you know? It and it's just like, yeah. oh, you know, also, um, yeah, and then I think they played Rhodes in um, oh, that yeah, one movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, God, was it uh, Tank Girl? Oh. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, like, she was in the shower, uh, the shower and um, they were playing that as a background. And Ooh. I was like, oh my God, that's such a great song, you know? That's good. And, um, yeah, like I said, just like seeing people, and I think also because, you know, even pre-goth, I just dance. You know, we'd go, like I said, I went to South Beach, we would dance yeah. there in clubs, stuff like that. So it was kind of like just coming out and like feeling the beats and like, oh, this is hard, you know, this is kind of cool. And I think I do like a lot of music, you know, yeah. except for like country. But <laughs> yeah. even I, you know, but even some of that is like kind of catchy, you know. Yeah. Um, and so it was just something, especially with the older like goth like an industrial music you know it was just like because the, the older industrial guys they could sing too you know they yes. have like lyrics and mm-hmm. it's like you know like warlock and all this other stuff you know it's like these deep lyrics and meanings behind the, the music yeah. yeah i think i just connected on that on some level and uh yeah so i just kind of like fell in love with the scene and um i think once i came back again and kind of was more accepted i just was like okay cool this is great you know the music's great um, the people are really cool. They're friendly. And I think my second time around, people were more open. They were like, oh, mm. this guy's cool. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, you know, he can dance, you know. So, yeah, I think I just kind of, um, yeah, I kind of just got into it because I like the aesthetic, mm-hmm. you know. And I think a lot of people, some of the younger people, like, you know, Big Mike, like, you mm-hmm. know, like I would see him hanging out at um, uh, Blue Mondays. 
And, you know, he was bobbing around, and then he came to Wednesdays. I was like, oh, you know, this, who is this guy, you know? <laughs> Let me introduce myself, because he seems like he's there by himself, you yeah. know? Like, you know, this could be a chance to, like, introduce him to the scene. And, you know, and of course you see him, you think he's, like, 47 or something like that. You know, <laughs> he's like a baby, he's 26. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, 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 you know? And I was like, I was like, Which oh, Mike? Uh, Big Mike. Uh, he's kind of like blonde beard oh yeah yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah. i thought he was young. exactly yeah yeah yeah. well i see yeah. you saw him because you know he's like this big like you know burly guy yeah and he's like a 20 26 he's a like, nice guy no yeah. oh he's a sweetheart you know and just like so yeah like and then like he kind of got in and i think a lot of people like we all took him in under our wing like the older goss we like kind yeah of like yeah so he's like now part of the group and um like we mentioned jack like he kind of came in uh, a little later too it's kind of weird like after the, the pandemic, pandemic yeah it's I like was actually different people just thinking yeah. about that mm-hmm. because like i feel like even though you and i have known each other for a very long time yeah. we didn't really have full ass no, conversations no no until no, the no. Pandemic. oh yeah until the pandemic came and because actually remember yeah. you were kept off the dance floor <laughs> <laughs> and we were shoved into rocky's yard or yes exactly exactly Aww. well it's <laughs> interesting because yeah i feel like that's one thing too because with me and dancing is like my dancing is very serious so oh, it's just yeah. like you know it's just like oh yeah i go there from 10 to two and i don't talk like maybe <laughs> if there's like a the bathroom yeah you know and that's how it was for like maybe five six seven years and then all of a sudden you know i think again with social media i think then it was like oh okay this person's a doctor this person's a nurse you know this person's right. this this person is so i'm like okay let's let's talk you know yeah. i can i've heard these songs for a while let's sit down and talk you know and so you start talking to people more and then again well i think right before the pandemic we were starting to become more social. Like, people were like, uh, I was hanging out with Jay a little bit more. Like, we yeah. were going to hang out a little bit. Yeah. And it's interesting because I actually, <laughs> I saw Vesta at the beach. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. yeah it was so and funny. I didn't yeah. recognize it. Well, 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 okay. So, yeah. let, let me get a little confidence. So, it was late <laughs> at night. It was late at night. Oh. Yes. <laughs> actually, I was there with Jolie, actually. You were? Yeah. yeah oh, my God. Me. Well, because we both had on masks. Yeah. And I, I were wearing masks. Yeah. Yeah. It was like super pandemic time. I right, was, I right. I went on a weird date. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh. right. But like, so they were coming up the uh, pier and we were going down the pier. And so, I, I mean, of course, Vesta has a certain look to her, you know. No. Even though I've seen her a lot, you know, and um, and she had the mask on. I was like, I was like, hey, how are you doing? No, I didn't say her name. I just waved to her. And I was like, I was oh, hey, so how are you doing? Yeah. And she was like, oh, I'm sorry. I don't think I know you. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I was like, you, you look, look like, like my friend Vesta. Like, oh, my God. I'm a fucking dick. Yeah. But I seriously like And she's like, she's like, what is she like? She's like, I am your friend Vesta. And I was like, <laughs> so it was so cute. It was just like, all right. It was just a misunderstanding. The mask. And you know what? Also, it was. I and forgot. And the context, right. too. It was everything. Was so fucking weird, about and I had lost like had lost forty pounds. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. wait, wait, yeah, I did like my pandemic, my, my pandemic, yeah, like I workouts. Seen you in a yeah, year. in a year or two years by that point. Oh, yeah, so funny. yeah, so it was like, yeah. yeah, but it was interesting, and I felt like after again after that, like you know, I was kind of thinking like a lot of DJs put on like some great like um, you know Zoom and um, God, I can't think of the other one, uh, Zoom and the other oh, chat. Twitch. Twitch, yes, yeah, you know, so it was great. Like during the pandemic, we had music. You, you know, were very active on there. I, you know, it, it was. Awesome because I felt like you know I had started running in the daytime and then I would come home and dance on Twitch for like two or three hours. Yeah, you know, so it was yeah. great, you know. Um, and it was good because I felt like even though we were separated at that time, it felt Together. like there was like a, yeah. a bunch of community. I mean, of course, you know, it didn't have the whole ambiance yeah. of the club or whatever, you know, but it was cool. Um, but then after a while, I just felt like it was like okay, cool, like you know, it was like it was starting to get a little stagnant, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. And then, um, I was like. 
like, who can I hang out with? Like, who's kind of like, I don't know, who do I think is safe, you know, whatever to hang out with during this whole time? And, um, you know, uh, Jay came to my mind because we had just, we were bonding, you know, before the pandemic, we kind of were like talking more, like he would sit down next to me when I take breaks at, um, you know, if it was a perversion or whatever. So, so we started talking and, uh, oh, when Wednesdays had started up, you know, like yeah. we were mm-hmm. in our little chairs back there, you know, yeah. uh, by the uh, stairs. So yeah, we would talk a while. <laughs> And then I was like, cool, you know, that's like, you know, what do you think? Should we hang out? Like, you know, I know um, we could just sit on either side of the couch, whatever, and talk, you know. And, mm-hmm. and So, yeah, we did. And it was cool. It was fine, you know. And I think we hung out maybe like four or five times during the pandemic. We had oh, lunch and everything like that. Yeah. Nice. yeah. And then uh, we met up with his friend, uh, or my friend too, but uh, Eric would come out and... Um, yeah, Eric is like a pandemic friend too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I really didn't know yeah. him. Yeah, he's been around. Yeah, he's been around. Yeah, so weird. For, yeah. For, for, for years and years and years. He's a wonderful person. Yeah, he's a sweetheart. Yeah, and uh, but you know, also I think because Eric, um, because he works uh, out of state a lot, so yeah. he would never kind of be around too much. Yeah, but, um, yeah, he's mm-hmm. just a great guy, and um, you know, yeah, he would go mal everywhere I see him around, and then yeah, I think then slowly started things started opening again mm. and um but i kind of was like you know i don't know if i want to necessarily go out into the real world just yet and then i heard that you know farber was djing at um bruce was having an event i think it was um in orange county no no, no he was no. doing it here um at los globos oh yeah oh. yeah it was the first well, like, we all yeah. went out our first night back out i think so yeah 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 i think it was like um, thirsty was that the same? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it might that, have been a different night. Oh, no, okay. maybe, no, maybe it wasn't. That, night. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know it was my first time. Right, back right. Out, yeah, but it was with you guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was kind of nervous. I was just like, was "Oh so my weird. god, we're all gonna die!" Like, you know, like <laughs> yeah. and, and of course, it was like the first club I'd been to, so you know, I had my mask yeah, on. We're all we're masks. Walking in there. Yeah, we felt like we were being really bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> but then, like, Jason started playing some music, and I was like, "Oh, mask off!" And I was just spinning on the floor again. I was like, "All right, it's, we're gonna be all right. Yeah. We're gonna be all right." Yeah. I remember I got up on stage just to be like away from people. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you were always starts. and you were always a dancer. Like and now you'd be on the yeah. box and everything like that. Yeah, yeah. I forgot that we we re-entered goth society together. Actually, Los that's Lula. right. <laughs> we did. You know, we did actually talk a little bit. At, I think we talked a little bit more at Mel because you were on the box um, at some point. You were you were on the box. Yeah, and I was yeah. you know I was always on yeah. the box. Yeah, yes. And I, I think I would. You kinda... should have been like an official. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was an oversight. <laughs> Well, you know, I like doing it because, like, the music was great. And, like, yeah, on yeah. my birthday nights, you know, like, they would always, like, you know, have cake or whatever. Yeah. And Amanda knew my songs. and She would just play them, um, <laughs> you know. And actually, it was funny because she played, um, they love, they know I love Temple of Dreams. And so she played it one day and it starts scratching. And she's like, got, she threw her hands up. She got mad. I was like, it's okay. I <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, you know. But I think, yeah, we started talking then because, you know, I would, once the girls had gotten, um, you know, established that they were having dancers there. I wanted them to have the box time, you know, so I would just kind of pop in there when they were tired. Yeah. After that, yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, so I was like, oh, yeah, guys, get up on the box, you know, and they would ask me, I'm like, no, I don't care. I was like, you're getting paid to do this, you know, get up there, you know. Yeah. And then, you know, once they would take water breaks and they'd ask me, oh, you know, can you take over, you know, but it was just like a, I think that was kind of like the start of the social scene because mm. we were there, like, it was like a, the Saturday, you know, place. And then, you know, yeah. Sunday also happened. And so, you know, I think everyone became more social. You know, they had that great outdoor patio space. Yeah, so people were talking. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know, it was such a, you know, it was a sad time when they closed down. But yeah, no, I, I feel like the social aspect of the club has definitely, you know, become just more and more present. It's important. You know? Yeah. And it's very important now. And you're secretly, or probably to your face, called yeah. the mayor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, mayor, 
Meredith, Meredith Buffy, Buffy the mayor. mayor. Yeah. I get called the, the mayor or the or the Godfather. It's so it's so lovely because it's like sometimes I'll be dancing and I'm like all of a sudden out of nowhere there's a hug coming at me and I'm like oh that's the best. So okay, so it is genuine, but you know the thing behind it, it was. <laughs> so I would I would I would actually go and hug everybody first because I knew that I wasn't gonna talk to anybody after the rest of the night. Yeah, yeah, get it okay. out of the way. Right, get, get it out of the way. I know. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a good strategy. It's really funny. It's a good and political of you. Yeah. I always thought like I always used you as an example sometimes when when it comes to club drama. Yeah. Because I'm like, be like Derek. Yeah. yeah. He gets in there, he says hello, he dances, that's it. Yeah. Like there's no time for right. mural well, shit. Or yeah. Well that's the thing too. I feel like, you know, <clears throat> and I'm glad you you mentioned that too, because I like, you know, when you go on social media again you hear like I think people that aren't like really into the scene like we are, you know, it's like, because I've been around for so long, you know, I've seen so much stuff and it's like, you know, you hear this and that, but for the most part, I mean, I think the God scene is full with some of the most like just creative and friendly and brilliant people. And it's like at any club that I go to, you know, and and, and it's actually really humbling to me. And I think that's also why I became more open, but people will come to me or they, you know, message me on Facebook and they'd be like, you know, I'm sorry. I hope this isn't creepy, but I've been watching you dance for years and years and years. <laughs> and I'm like, really? Like, wow. Like, okay. You know, so oh, yeah. it's very humbling. And so I feel like, you know, that kind of status put me in a place where, you know, I feel like, you know, who am I to judge anybody? You know, it's like, we're all there to have fun. Um, you know, the DJs and the promoters, they're doing their best, you know, to try to get everyone there and to be happy, you know. And so... Yeah, I just was like, you know, I, I kind of like just to go there and dance. And now that I have met so many people, you know, it is kind of more of a social thing, too. I don't yeah. mind stopping dancing and talking to people, you know. Yeah. Um, like, just, just this last Saturday, me and Jason Farber were talking for like two hours, you know. Oh. We're just like, you know, like he's like, you want to dance, you can dance. I was like, no, you know, it's fine. We're talking, you know. Oh. So it's cool. We're just catching up, you know. And, um, yeah, but it's just, it's kind of interesting that, like, you know, like, and I know that, like, there's different people that hang out with, you know, different people, <laughs> yes. and, you know, and then kind of, we start hanging out with Vesta and uh, and Kelly, and then, like, we start having, like, more, like, you know, like, uh, brunches and things like that. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's and, like, nice. And again, it's all, like, post-pandemic, you know, but people were becoming social and were opening up. So, yeah, I, I think that um, it's interesting, because when I read some people's social media, they're like, I went to the golf club, and someone... <laughs> didn't talk to me and the goth scene is horrible oh, and it's geez. like okay so you had one incident with one person yeah and now you're trying to define over four thousand people yeah, that identify yeah. as goth and, and you know so i always think that's i'm like yeah i don't comics i'm like whatever you know it's, it's there i always say that people have the situations in their heads and so it's not really easy to kind of like change their minds if they have a mindset with mm-hmm. something you know and i try to take everything with a grain of salt we're just like you know what there's two sides to every story um, you know, we're only getting one side of the story and we weren't there, you know, yeah. so I can only, you know, you know, now once you get to hear more and more stories, you know, like maybe someone's, you know, they got called out for something and then you just keep hearing more and more people calling them out. Okay. Well, then it becomes a little bit more believable because yeah. you have stories to, you know, to validate that. But I think, you know, when it's these one-on-one people, you know, it's, you got to kind of be careful because, you know, it's like, and especially... You're out there to trash. Right, <laughs> you know. And, and I feel like for me, too, it's like I've been in situations where it's like I've been friends with both exes, you know. Uh-huh. And so it's just kind of like, yeah, you know, I'm not getting involved. You know, I'm like, yeah. that's for you guys. You know, I've met you guys separately and I'm going to be friends with both of you. 
Yeah. Regardless of whatever happened in your relationship, you know, and I've been in that situation, you know, quite a few times. Unfortunately, oh, we all, yeah, we all have, right? Because nobody right. goes anywhere. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You, make you know. It work. Yeah. yeah. And I think also to your to add to your question too is that I feel like maybe that's how I avoided a lot of drama too because I don't date in the scene, you know. And yeah. yeah you know. No. no that's a wise thing. <laughs> yeah. You know. Um, and it's it's kind of sad too because you know I see people. That are, you know, are couples, you know, they yeah. come there all the time. They're dancing together and they're all happy. Um, so, yeah, I think on one level I would like that. But I think, yeah, I just like to dance, you know. I just kind of like to dance. And I like to socialize. And I think for me, keeping that separate is just kind of smart, you know. Yeah. And it's cool if you actually are dating someone, you guys, like, get along. And it's like, you know, we all love that, you know. Yeah. But then it's like, then it's like at the end of it, you know, it's like everyone's like, I'm not going to bunker because so and so is going to be there, and I can't go to perversion uh, because so and so is there. Yeah, you know? I'm like, no, I'm going, I'm going, yeah, I'm yeah. going anywhere I want to go. You know? Well, that would be a challenge though to date you. Like, you, <laughs> right, you right. go out like, oh, like five everywhere. Nights yeah, week, yeah, but you yeah. Don't want your yeah, yeah. Would you want them to probably not? Well, come so interesting. Like, outside of the scene. Well, my ex actually, my ex uh, boyfriend. Um, he was more into like. Um, I don't think I've ever met anyone. Here. No, no, right, right. Because he wasn't in the scene. He was, <laughs> so that's why we lasted a long time too, probably. Um, <laughs> but we dated for seven years, and oh, wow. yeah, he wow. liked. Um, oh god, he liked kind of like disco and everything like that, and yeah. different kind of music. So it was great because I would like you know see him before perversion. We hook up, and I go to perversion, come out and have a good time, and I come back and see him again afterwards. Nice. You know? so I was like, hey, it works out, you know. Yeah. Wow. Um, Compartmentalizing. Compartmentalizing. <laughs> you know, I, I need to dance, but I need, you know, affection. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, you know, but I feel like it's kind of interesting. Cause I, again, like, I'm very serious when I go to the, the club. So it's like, I just want to go there to dance. You know, I don't want to yeah. be distracted. And it's funny because me and Jolie, we kind of connected on that level yeah. where I was just like, you know, when I go to the club and people are like, can I go to the club with you? I'm like, look, you can come <laughs> to the club with me. But bring a friend, because I'm not talking to you for four hours. Like, you know, it's like, and not because I'm trying to be mean. It's like, yeah. I don't want to answer your questions. You know, it's like when you go to the movie theater, and someone's like, what's happening now? What's happening? It's like, no, shut yes. up. Just yes. enjoy the movie, you know. Oh. I'm here to enjoy myself. You know, you can come out. I don't drink, you know. I drink a little bit more now, but, you know, like maybe once in a while. But I think also that's why I became more social, because people were for years mm. were trying to buy me drinks. And you know, like, I would just turn yeah. them down, because I don't yeah. drink, you know, I don't drink. And then after a while, I was like, you know what, like, Sure, it's my birthday. I'll drink, you know, and um, so yeah, I became a little bit more of a social drinker, and then I started buying people drinks too, you know, because like you know Jay and everybody's always buying people drinks. Yeah. So I was like, oh, yeah, I got to treat these guys; they're so cool. But yeah, you know, <laughs> it's quite an evolution. That's yeah, nice. yeah. I also want to point out um, <laughs> your costume changes. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Say whatever you feel like about that. Okay. You're switching between well, so, industrial and one night. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, okay, that, that only happens at Chamber. Yeah. I, I that only happens at Chamber. I just think I know about this. Wait, really? You, Costume change. Yes. <laughs> well, it's okay because like, <laughs> because Ray gives us like an amazing, yes, like God oh, set in the beginning. Yeah. And so we get there really early and um, yeah, so like. Yeah, I'll wear a skirt and like, you know, a long oh, yeah. shawl and hats and coats and capes and everything like that. There you are. And then but by like eleven thirty, twelve and I take all that off because it's like it's, it gets, yeah, it gets yeah. well, it gets faster. It gets oh, to be yeah, industrial, yeah, yeah. you know, and then 
he'll end the set and the seed just goes like pretty much all industrial for the night. So yeah, so it's like, you know, you gotta less take off the clothing. layers. Less clothing, yeah. You yeah, know, there's like a goth, speed. like a swishy goth <laughs> outer layer yeah. and then like an industrial yes. <clears throat> boots and pants. And you know, I, and oddly enough that you bring that up, um, I think I'm one of the few people that's kind of balanced in both areas. Where a lot of people are like only yeah. like goth music or they like industrial music, but I like both. You know, I like both, and I think maybe it's because of the formula that a lot of the older DJs use. Where it's like in the beginning it was kind of slower music, yeah. and then they got into more industrial. You know. That used to be me too. Yeah. For the old maledictions. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Where I could go back and forth to the rooms and right. be happy. But I don't know about. Um, more modern industrial. I'm not. Yeah, loving. I think a lot of us aren't really yeah. into it. Yeah, yeah. 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 it's a little too. Te- it's gotten a little too techno. It's gotten a little, which is odd because I, I did like a lot of the older like kind of what they played at industrial clubs, which is yeah. kind of more techno. Like but yeah, but it just seemed a little bit different. Like I like a little like just say something like you know like yeah just re- just say the same word over and over again. But you know like <laughs> yeah. just say something in your song like because then it just sounds like it's, no. yeah exactly right exactly I love that you know. <laughs> And that's one of my songs that Amanda would play yes, too, you know? Yes. Yeah, and it's just like, yeah, just give me a, a few words. That's all I need, yeah. you know? Because then it's just like, it was just like music. It sounds like the same song for three it's, hours. It's repetitive. You know? It's like house yeah. music. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's one of the musics I couldn't get into because it was so repetitive. Yeah, like, you know, it was house, same. You know? Um, but yeah, so, but I feel like I just kind of love the different elements because you kind of have, you know, I remember there was that debate a few years ago. It was like, what is it goth or what is industrial, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like, well, anyone that's been to the club, we know like, you know, you go to bunker, you're not going to hear Susie and the Banshees, you know? Yeah, it's like, yeah. so that's kind of was like the whole vibe, you know, you go to Perversion, you know, one room would be the quote unquote goth room and one room they play more industrial, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but again, I felt like, you know, the older bands, like, you know, it would kind of cross the line, like, you know, and one would do like these kind of crazy, like, you know, industrial songs. They also had like these cool, like, soft songs, you know, like, sometimes, mm. and, like, you know, where it'd be, like, very, like, you know, the guys just singing, it's very mellow, you know. Yeah, so I think that's kind of interesting that um, the clubs do kind of, um, I think maybe only Bunker's, like, maybe the only club that kind of caters to, like, a certain genre of music, like, this is straight-up industrial, you know, and then mm. they have the noise room, too, which is, like, great. And you're probably the only dancer I know that can go from the ground <laughs> to <laughs> industrial. Yeah. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like oh, yeah, yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. And, like, the fact, like, because you don't know anyone that's, like, a shadowy, you know, right, what do right. you call it, swishy. Yeah. Swishy, <laughs> like, a swishy dancer yeah. that's also... Like industrial right. driven, and yeah, I think maybe that's divisive. Thank you. Well, I think maybe that's why people kind of uh, like my style of dancing. Because when I try to teach people out there, like you know, people ask me how how do I dance, and teach them, I'm like, okay, so when you're gonna do goth music, <laughs> don't raise your hands above your head, unless <laughs> you're unless you're doing a dramatic move. I for sure raise my hands above. But no, I'm saying because usually with industrial, you can go a little bit wow, because you know you're like kind of you're oh, like punching right, right, right. So you know, I try to say like. <laughs> I mean, I'm just trying yeah. to like. No, see, right no but that's no. But see, that's 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 see. But you're very serious, you know. So that's great. But I'm saying like you know, like a lot of guys are coming to the the golf museum. They're like punching the air. I'm like, no, oh, you know, slow it down. Airplanes that are Yes, Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Well, thing, well, I learned how to do it, and of course I can't do a visual now because it's just on the pod. But like someone told me, it's just like picking an apple. And oh. so yeah, so they're like, you reach for the apple, you pick the apple, you pull it down, you wipe it on your shirt. <laughs> Oh, and then you do a spin, and then you look at the apple, and then you're exhausted. <laughs> oh, wow. And I was like, okay, that yeah, wow. it totally works. <laughs> we need like a, a Yeah, we'll make a, a visual. Yes, a meme. Okay. Yes. 
That's hilarious. That's funny. <laughs> I've seen you on directly on the floor many times. Yeah. Chamber. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Sure. yeah. Do you know what's on that floor? Derek. Yeah. Derek is. Yes. Well, I make them clean it too. And before, Death. Sometimes. And Death. <laughs> yes. Death is my yes. 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 Do you really? Yeah, I do. I sometimes, you. well, you know, <laughs> well, not not because um not because it's dirty, but like there is sometimes oh, because the club before, yeah, it's sticky. So yeah. I was like, oh, you gotta put this like we're gonna yeah. spinning and you know and dancing <laughs> Good for here. You. Yeah, that's, you know, that's <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> You're doing the Lord's work. Okay. I am doing the Lord's work. Yes, for all the dancers out there who need to dance. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna get serious for one oh, yeah, second. Yes, please, and you don't have on. to ask. You don't have to answer this. Um, yes, I will. Good childhood. Um. Hmm. I guess you know it's interesting. Um. I. Will say that I had because I want as as I get older, I grew up very pessimistic, mm. you know. So I'm very like wow. you know, yeah, which is interesting because a lot of people. I think yeah. I have a net. I don't have a, like a, a, a what's it called an angry resting face. Like I've I always, always have a smile. Yeah. yeah so everyone. Yes. People always ask me like, "What are you laughing at? What are you smiling at?" I'm like, "I'm just that's just my face." You know, I was like <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I'm not miserable and mean. You know, like I don't have that face. But um, but no, actually, I grew up very pessimistic, and um, you know, I was overweight, like maybe a hundred pounds overweight, and so yeah, I mean, I think school, well, you know, it's kind of interesting because I also am like, you know, six, like six one, six whatever, and I was very active, so it wasn't like I got like, like hated on. I was people, you know, I had a lot of friends, yeah, and um, yeah, I played volleyball, basketball, football, so it wasn't like you know, I was kind of like still mobile. I wasn't like you know, just kind of whatever. But um, I think at one point I heard someone make fun of me, um, oh. like a, a kind of a mutual enemy that we all had. Okay. And so then it kind of like triggered me. So like in my senior year of high school, I lost a lot of weight. Like I went on a diet. Oh. I started like you know exercising. I went to the gym, and so I lost like maybe like 20, 30 pounds. You know, so it just kind of changed my outlook on everything. You know, it's interesting again meeting people. Like I, I notice people on Facebook. You know, they have like these troubles. It seems like a lot of us have troubles with our moms. Yeah. You know, and so. It's kind of interesting that we have this connection. I saw someone posting about it and I chimed in too. I was like, you know, it's interesting that I think because, you know, historically and especially in America, you know, we have this tradition of like, you know, the mother being this like, you know, loving and, and giving figure. And I can't say that my mom was not like that, but she is very intelligent. And I think she suffers from that emotional connection, mm. you know. And so it's not that she doesn't try to give love. And she definitely is very supportive. I mean, she, like, you know, paid for me to go to art school. You know, she chipped in, you know. Um, and she always, like, you know, keeps the family together. But I, I kind of, so I kind of try to see it as that. Like, you know, she was the first child. And we actually grew up, um, our, my grandfather was a reverend. You know, oh. so they grew up in a yeah, so they grew up in a very strict home, you yeah. know, and being like kind of like the matriarch of the family. So I try to reason like you know, I look back at that and say like, okay, but maybe that shaped her life. Yeah. You know, and she had very strict parents, very strict rules. She was the firstborn, you know, she's expected to carry out all this stuff. You know, so then I, I she we had a talk and she was telling me she wanted to be a nurse. Oh. Uh, actually. Hmm. But she ended up having me and she should change careers, you know. Yeah. So I was like, Oh, interesting, okay. And so she went to teaching and mm -hmm. she's been teaching now for like the last like, you know, sixty years. Wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just described my mom. Really? <laughs> like every firstborn, yeah, unemotional, yeah, super intelligent, yeah, right. And ended up teaching. Yeah. Wow. Oh, okay. Okay. Wow. Okay. Wow. Really okay. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. So now we're talking. For the record, yeah. when I ask, "What is your darkness?" That's what I mean. <laughs> but yeah. see, that thing that didn't drive me to the God scene. No, but but it's like oh, okay. that's, It doesn't. That oh, doesn't have to be what drew. Okay. Drew, well, yeah. it was only only because when you asked me that, you said what drove me to the scene. Well, I, I was like. 
the the emotions or right. your, your history that it shapes all of us. Yeah, we yeah, are oh, totally. Men. But it's interesting that we all have a lot of that. You see, yes. yeah. Letters. Oh yeah, that's common. Oh, yeah. That's why we like to ask everybody about their family history, yeah. even though it may at first seem unrelated. It's right. all so related. Oh yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, and again, and she was a single mom, so uh, and I did have a stepfather for. Uh, um, a couple of years so you know but she was very strong yeah very strong very difficult i remember also because um you know i think i told her i have suffering from depression which mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know because again i have the happy face right but i do suffer from depression and i told her that i think when i was 13 or 14 i was like i have you know i'm i'm depressed you know i'm suffering from depression and she's like well how can you be depressed when you have god in your life and i was like okay well so i'll be depressed for a long time now yeah, so, you know, that was, like, her way of dealing with things, you know. Mm-hmm. And, again, she taught a lot of classes. And I think that's just one of the things that I was uh, hearing someone else's commentary on um, Instagram. They were talking about, like, Gen X, like how we, yeah. were, left a, we were left at home, yeah. you know. like you know, And I think I didn't realize that, but they were saying it's because for the first time, I feel like women had the chance to work, mm-hmm. you know, and they weren't the, required to stay at home, mm-hmm. you know. And everyone was trying to make money at that point at the expense of their children. And it wasn't necessarily on purpose, per se, but I think it did have that implication because, like, you know, my mom was trying to work two jobs, you know, because she was trying to pay and support stuff yeah. and make money, you know. And I'm not sure if it was, like, a safer time back then. Like, you know, it was, like, because we, oh. we were home by ourselves, you know, like, just watching TV or, you know, we'd wait for someone to cook or whatever, <laughs> you know. So it's just, like, it was interesting. But to see that people from Generation X talking about that experience mm-hmm. and how it made us stronger and how we can cope. You know, because even going to the clubs now, I see, like, all these women that are just out by themselves. Like, and I'm like, I know. holy hell. Like, you know, I'm trying to walk into the car. Like, let me walk into the car. Like, yeah. Fine, I'm just two blocks away. I'm like, two blocks two away. Two blocks away. In Hollywood. But you think about it, it's like, that's, you know, I think that's just our upbringing, you know, from our mm-hmm. generations. Like, kind of made us, like, you know, we can go out and, and we can just, like, you know, have a good time. And so... You know, so I try to look at the positive parts of, of my upbringing, you know, and, and yeah. you know, I mean, definitely, of course, you know, there is like some probably like, you know, residue trauma you know, that I dealt with growing up. But, you know, yeah. at 46, you get to the point where you're like, okay, I can't really just focus on the past. I can't really yeah. blame the past anymore. And I kind of shifted to being more optimistic. Yeah. And looking at my role and how my life is, like, you know, what can I do to change my life? And I think even just pre-pandemic, you know, I saw so many posts on Facebook that were just negative, 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 negative. And I was like, you know what? Let me change this. You know, let me only post positive stuff. Let me, you know, try to put more positive energy out there into the world, you know. And and so that's what, you know, when I see things like about the scene, I, I try to like tell people, you know, like, you know, just step back a little bit, you know. Also, see what role you play in this. Yeah. You know, it's like because it, now, of course, if someone comes up to you and just punches you in the face, yeah, 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 yeah right. Yeah. You know, then that's not your fault. But you know, did you do something to someone? You know, people conveniently leave out the role that they play, and, and then when you read it, you know, and I'm like, well, I was there, and actually, you did this, and this is why this happened to you. You know, so oh. it's kind of a lot of that stuff. Reframing but, um, it. Yeah, you know, um, but yeah, no, I think you know, childhood and my brothers. Crazy. I will throw that out there. Um, so that kind of made for an interesting dynamic because they are both very intelligent. They get along. I'm trying to think what the word would be. Um, famously, maybe because they have the same. Whoa, they have the same same, same dynamic. Same yeah, yeah, dynamic. yeah, 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 yeah. They're um, very. Yeah, it's kind of interesting to watch them in action because they'll just <laughs> argue back and forth, and I'm like, this is toxic as hell. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, they have like a certain love for each other. And I just recently learned, uh, and he's like definitely the favorite child, you know, mm-hmm. definitely. So, you know, that maybe had like, you know, a little bit of impact on me, but not, you know, I moved away from Florida when I was 18, so I like didn't look yeah. back at all, you know, so it wasn't like anything particular, 
But, you know, usually as the older child, you have to be the one that's in charge of the, you know, the, the funeral. Yeah. So that my mom, but she's like, oh, you know, I put your brother in charge. And I was like, oh, okay. That's oh, a, wow. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, you know. Is he's that in Florida? Um, he's in Georgia now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it was kind of like, not supposed to say it hurt, but because I was like, yeah, you know, they're closer and it's probably better if he deals with it. You know, he has a wife and everything. Like that. Oh, okay. and, and he lives in Atlanta, so he's like closer, closer to her. Closer to her, yeah. So, you know, so I was like, but at the same time, it's just like one of those things where it's like, yeah, you're you know, like, the yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, but so, um, so, but that's what I'm dealing with at home. That's but, interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's pretty fascinating. Yeah, you know. Well, I was going to ask you, especially because, um, and I'm really looking forward to your answer because okay. I think out of, Everybody we've interviewed, I think you have the most to offer as far as insights. But the lo- keeping the longevity mm-hmm. of our scene or our community, God, I fucking say scene every five seconds. <laughs> I hate that um, community. Every you know yeah. what what is going to keep us together, and what do you have as far as criticism or suggestions as to mm-hmm. how we could do things differently or Okay, so I guess phrases of right. So I guess on your first part of your question, um, longevity. So that actually, in the back of my mind, is a very prevalent thought. It's very scary because a lot of us, I mean, you know, a lot of us are in our mid to late forties. You know, the ones that actually go out the most, and you know, I would love to go out until you know eighty. You know, until they you know roll me off the dance floor, right? <laughs> but unfortunately, you know, there are certain things that happen with age. You know, yeah. I have arthritis in both my knees, which a lot of people don't know. Wow. You know, yeah, yeah, As a you know, yeah, yeah. As, you know, running and, and dancing. Yeah. yeah, So it's it's definitely. I think when people give me a ride home, sometimes they'll see that because I'm like limping out. Oh, they're like, they're like, yeah. oh, you're limping, you know. And I'm like, yeah, it's like it hurts. You know, it yeah. hurts to dance, but. It's such a great, you know, endorphin rush. It's you know? worth it's, it. It's worth it, you know. And it's like, I love everybody out there. So, yeah. So, that's been on the back of my mind. So, I'm like, you know, we get these young people that come into the scene and they're there for like two or three years and they disappear. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, they're gone. And I'm like, okay, like, who's going to carry on the scene, you know? And then also, as to your point earlier, the music is not the same. Right. You know, it's like back when we had those days when we were still listening to like Skinny Puppy and like B&B Nation and Covenant, all these songs, you know, they still resonate with us. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the songs that are coming out now, you know, they might not have the longevity that some of the other songs have. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, can you play, like, you know, whatever the newer stuff is, like, 20 years from now and have it still be relevant, you know? And when you think about, like, music like Depeche Mode, like, you know, someone texted me, like, this song came out 40 years ago. I'm like, what? Like, yeah. Yikes. Like, oh, geez. <laughs> you know? So, so that, yeah, so that part of it does scare me a lot. I mean... The fact that there are, I think there'll always be, I think there'll always be clubs that kind of cater to like, you know, darker music, darker scene, because, you know, yeah. not only, well, oddly enough, I was listening to your podcast with Davey, he was like describing like goth and industrial, so I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. so I was kind of listening to like his, uh, how the way how he broke down the terminology, but I feel like, you know, I think we just call it goth because, you know, I think that's just because how it's been for so long and, you know, the aesthetic and because we're all wearing black yeah. and, you know, because, you know, it's like this period, um, but I feel like, you know, I think people always have that because, like, you know, fashion is not, goth isn't just music. It's also fashion. It's a lot of people take a lifestyle. You know, when I first came to the scene, like, you know, over 20-something years ago, people were really, they were goth as fuck. You know, they were just like, you know, people would have, <laughs> they drink detail. wine. Yeah. You know, you go to the house and they have, like, red carpets and, like, red, you know, like, mm-hmm. uh, awnings and red everything, red couches. 
they thought they were vampires, you know. So it's kind of like, you know, it's very, um, it's like, okay, hmm, you guys are living your, your best There's gothic life. There. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. There, you know? oh, yeah. Right, you know. But it's just interesting because I feel like now um, in the modern goths, you know, like, take for example, like Jay, like, you know, he does something like he, uh, scientific, you know, in, in mm-hmm. that field. So you, you wouldn't see that, you know, thinking, looking at him. But I feel like all of us have, like, this kind of, like, day job routine. And so, you know, it's interesting, again, when people say, like, oh, you know, goth this, goth that. And they kind of leave out the very important elements that we're all people, you know. And it's like, there are going to be problems with people because we're just people. You know, it's like, we're not magic fairies. We're not yeah. like, you know, like free from turmoil. We're not free from working jobs, you know, unless you're, you know, have the money or the means, you know. Right. So, so that's why, uh, you know, um, I feel like a lot of the club drama usually happens at the higher levels. You know, it's usually like this promoter doesn't like this promoter, mm-hmm. uh, this club owner is doing something against this club owner. You know, I feel like as patrons, we very rarely get sucked into the drama, you know, unless it becomes something where, you know, there's only been like a few instances maybe where like, you know, that's just happened. But um, I think for the most part, you know, like I see, and I, you know, I'm friends with a lot of DJs. So, you know, I see their posts and they're like, oh, you know, this happened to me at this club and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I'm never going to work there again. You know, and I'm like, oh, but I know the person you're talking about. And it's like, I'm going to that club tomorrow. So it's kind of interesting because, you know, it's just like, so, you know, so we don't get to see all that drama that's happening. And it's sad because I feel like back in the day, there was more kind of a respect for space. Like, you know, it was like, you know, Mal was on Sunday, uh, Perversion was on Thursday, Mm -hmm. you know, Sinister was on Saturday. You know, I'm not sure whether the promoters talked to each other about that or maybe they just had respect. They're scheduling the days. Yeah, just scheduling the days and saying like, you know, because also it's like, it kind of made sense because why would you split the scene you know, when there's of us that can go out during the week, you know, a very few amount, you know. Yeah. So it's like, it's good to have like, you know, and unfortunately today there's like, what, three or four clubs happening? Jesus. You know, so tonight? yeah, yeah, tonight on Wednesday. So I'm just like, oh. you know, and it's like, I would love to go to each and every one of these clubs, but it's like, you know, I've grown so attached to Wednesdays yeah. now and the people that are there, you know. So, you know, hopefully I'll branch out. But like, again, that just speaks to, um, you know, how the scene is growing. You know, it's like the fact that we can have like three nights on a, on a Wednesday or four nights, I mean, four, excuse me, clubs. Middle of the week, I love that. Middle of the week, you know. And so, yeah, so that's kind of going to be interesting. Um, Again, as we age out, you know, a lot of the promoters are aging out. Like, you know, are they going to want to do, you know, goth industrial clubs, you know, for the rest of, you know, their time? You know, so it's kind of an interesting thing. And then uh, we had talked about that earlier, but like just as far as venues are concerned, you know, it's like yeah, we lose a lot of venues, you know. Mm-hmm. And um so it's like a question of like can we get the people going to keep the businesses running? Will new venues even accept, you know, a kind of a golf lifestyle yeah. club? You know, it's like we lost the lash, we lost the Ruby, um we lost um Malediction, which was called Monte Cristo. Monte Cristo, yes, of course, yeah. Monte Cristo. Lost the Monte Cristo. So, you know, it's like all these, like, great spots that we had. And, you know, people arguably would be, you know, like, I don't like the last because the dance floor was too small. Or, you know, there's a pole mm-hmm. in the middle. It's the like, whatever. Sweat. Right, the walls. <laughs> <laughs> I will never yeah, let yeah, it go. Yeah. The walls sweat. <laughs> the walls sweat. <laughs> but, you know, it's just, it's kind of one of those things where I feel like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's the, that's the scary part is the longevity part. Because, I mean, I know I'll go as long as I'm able to go. And I'm sure most of most of us, like, older people, we're just, like, committed to it. You know, it's like, it's yeah. our lifestyle. It's like, what, it's Wednesday night? Of course we're going to Wednesday night. I'm tired <laughs> as hell, but, you know, I'm going to drag my ass out there <laughs> yeah. to go dancing uh, and just to go socialize. So, yeah, so that part kind of scares me a little bit um, because, yeah, I feel like a lot of the newer blood... And, and actually, I think Wednesday is bringing in some... I do see some new people. There is. Yeah, a little couple, a lot of new people. 
Um, and then you have like the bunker crowd, which is not really goth industrial per se. No. They just kind of come out because it's I know. a big thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know? It's a thing. It's just a thing. They come out, yeah, you know, yeah. they come out. And I'm sure like for like they're having their Star Wars night coming out. So I'm sure you'll have like yeah. a lot of random people kind of show up for that too. Um, but maybe they'll get involved and sucked in, you know. But I feel like maybe it's just unless it's something like that where it's like a spectacle, like they're just not getting drawn in mm. as much as we did. Like when I first went to, you know, like my first golf club, I was like, oh my God, or industrial, excuse me. Like, I was like, oh my God, what is this? Like, what are these people doing? Like, you know, like these people are like, you know, having fun and just like doing these obscure movements and yeah. you know, it's like crazy. And I think, again, because I had danced before, like just seeing a different type of dance. You know, hip hop dancing is very specific. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, seeing a different type of dance was just like, you know, refreshing and it's just kind of like new and, and, you know, different. So, um, so yeah, so that, um, you know, I'm hoping that maybe there'll be some uh, youth coming in, but you know, I think promoters and DJs have tried it, and again, it's just it's just not sticking. I think people, I think more of the younger people are getting into the goth scene because they are depressed and because mm. they are like oh, outside yeah. outcasts. Yeah, it seems like because I what I see on social media, they're like, oh my god, you know, this is the community. I'm, I need to latch onto this community because we're all the same. And it's like, you know, and that's where I feel <laughs> like you know, it's like they're kind of not catching what the actual community is like you know because we've all been in there we've put in the work you know like friendships and like you said like you know i've seen you and everyone else for like years and years and years but we just start talking like maybe like four or five years ago you know so it's kind of interesting you know like where i feel and not because we didn't want to just because it was like there was no need to know who you were you know it's like you're you're dancing you're the pretty girl with green hair dancing on the box (laughs) that's it that's all you know but no no but seriously it's good to know people and I, i feel like um yeah, but it's kind of odd when you see people bring their kids to the club, too. And you're like, yeah. Ooh, yeah, oh. well, that's that starting to happen more <laughs> yeah, and more. Yeah, more and more. It's like, <laughs> people, leave your kids at home. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but actually it's good because it's like, it's interesting because you see like, wow, like, you know, the fact that this uh, generation, you know, is like leaning on to what their parents like, you know, and because I don't like any music my mom liked, you know, but, <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> I can't. Like? Yeah, probably gospels. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gospel yeah. music, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I just feel like it's great if you can, um, you know, you have that connection with your kids. And I feel like that's also one thing I didn't have with my mom. Like, I couldn't really vibe with her because I kind of, um, well, I guess I'll go, we'll go to that later. But, you know, um, just because I think like our belief system kind of was different. So, yeah. you know, it's like kept a little bit of a separation. And you too. know I want to ask you. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I'll wait a little bit. You know. I'm asking now. You're asking now. Okay, bring it up. Do it. Okay, go ahead. Well, okay, mm-hmm. so clearly your mother is very religious yeah. and was raised by a reverend, you yes. saying? Mm-hmm. Okay. What was that like growing up in that atmosphere and what's your relationship to religion mm-hmm. as an adult? In general? So, that's a good question. Okay, so here it is. Oh, a little sip. Oh, he's wetting his whistle. Oh, wetting my whistle. With tea, not with alcohol. Right? Yeah. I actually rolled but, in booze list. Can you believe? It? <laughs> <laughs> We're prepared for this kind of thing, as we should be as goss. Um, so that's an interesting question because I feel like, on some level, before I take it back to me, it's kind of like the goss scene is kind of centered on that. You know, like this whole belief that like you know we're all Satanists. Um, <laughs> but um, you know, I think it's kind of interesting because it's um, yeah, it's just one of those things where I feel like you know a lot of us people get uh, ostracized because they think a certain way or a certain belief or a certain religion. Um, for me personally, so my parents, my backgrounds are from the Bahamas. Mm. And so my grandfather um, uh, moved over and married a um, Florida woman named Leona Moss, who's very beautiful, 
and I don't know how my mom strayed so much away from her, but um, <laughs> but she was like just oh my god, the most loving woman ever. And of course, in the black community, being a reverend of your church, he's like you know you have like a certain status. So we yeah. kind of were like yeah, it's like yeah. like it's a little bit of royalty there, um, even though it was a small city. Um, but you know um, my grandma was lovely. She would open her house up to everybody. She would have like oh my god like. Fresh baked bread when came from church, you know, like, ugh, God, like, no one could cook like my grandmother. Oh. Uh, red velvet cakes. I mean, she had, like, stacks of bread that would just melt in your mouth. My God. Uh, but, um, <laughs> now we're hungry. Yes, yeah. the good part of childhood memories. Um, but, yeah, so, you know, my, my grandfather was very old. So we would only see him, like, you know, preach. And then we'd go over to the house on Sundays afterwards. And he was just very stern. Like, he didn't speak because he was very old at that point. But he just would, like, sit in his chair. And, like, we would just be running around. Because I think we were, like, maybe 10. So we'd just be running around, like, watching TV. And, like, he'd just be sitting there, like, stoic. Like, you know, like, the, you know, the father figure of the family. Hmm. My grandma was, like, entertaining. Um, my mom and her sisters and everybody there were there. Our cousins, you know. So it was, like, this big thing. So I feel like that aspect of religion is great because it has like this community and, you know, this thing. But then unfortunately, not unfortunately, but when I moved here from Florida and then also being gay, you know, is that that kind of aspect of it too. It's like because, you know, I'm dealing with this religion where I'm basically supposed to be self-hating myself, you know, and like how do I deal with that where my very lifestyle is like, you know, going to be something that gets me into hell, quote unquote, you know, so... Of course, growing up with that and having to deal with that. And it's like, I didn't even come out until after I graduated from college. Until, yeah. until you moved? Until I moved here and I graduated oh from college. Oh my gosh. Yeah. What, what, how did they take it? So, I didn't come out to my mom, actually. Never? Um, no. <gasps> oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, not officially. But it's, it was interesting. I like, had thought about it. <laughs> and then, what was it? Oh, the episode of Will and Grace was on TV. Yeah. And she asked me, she's like, what is this? And I was like, oh, it's Bull and Grace. And I explained it to her. She turned it off. I was like, okay, well, it's not the right time now. <laughs> so I was like, okay, that's cool. But wow. the thing is, I, I've always, like, rationalized that. Like, I don't really need to tell her. It's like, okay, whatever. Like, you don't go around telling people your sex life. It's like, I mean, my parents know. But then it's actually interesting because at our last family reunion, um, my cousin and my uncle and aunt actually asked me. And, you know, I told them. I was like, yeah, you know. And because they're like doctors. Yeah. And they're very smart. And, you know, my aunt was just like, you know, I don't understand your mom. Like, it's a different world. You know, it's like, it's not like the same thing. You know, and they were very supportive. I, I like that. And I was like, cool. Good. You know, yeah. And then I, I told my brother, um, which is interesting, because he had been calling me gay for like so long. And I told him. And <laughs> he's he like, know? no, he, well, no. And then I told him, he's like, you're not gay. You're not gay. Oh. And I was like, yeah, I'm telling you I'm gay, you know. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, so it's kind of interesting. And that was actually one of the things I had two in the golf scene was like you know just being black is like already like you know okay that's one thing and then being gay was another you know mm. i feel like it, as far as the scene is concerned you know i see these posts of people they're like oh my god you know someone did this to me because i'm gay and i'm like no they didn't like you know it's just like i've been on the scene for 26 years i have some of the straightest friends that you know sleep with anybody you know and it's like <laughs> they don't judge me at all you know and I love these guys. Like, you know, like, they'll hug me. Some people give me a kiss on the cheek, you know. Oh. It's like we hang out in public. Not once in my, to their credit, not once in the gossip scene has any guy ever 
threatened me or said they were scared to hang out with me or yeah. thought that I wasn't doing anything, you know. And no, they would be like booted out. Of yeah, yeah, you right? know. If and it's just it's like, it was amazing. You know, it's actually interesting. I, I talked to um, Rocky at one of his parties and he was telling me that he used to go to like West Hollywood or whatever and hang out. And so we were just talking because oddly enough, we have the same birthday, day, month, and year. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're just starting to debate because I had to give him my birth certificate, which I just found. Um, we're trying to see who's older, you know. So. That's such a fucking Rocky move or show me your fucking birth certificate. But we're just like, we're like, who's older? And I was like, well, wait, we got we to... Gotta, um, time of birth. Time change. Yeah, was like, we got to think about time, time change. You know, oh like, you know, like, who's first? So. But yeah, so it's interesting that, like, you know, um, I could just sit here with these guys. It's very comfortable, you know. So I think that acceptance kind of helped me just kind of get through things. And then... Uh, even before that, when I came out here to move uh, to go to school, I had this one friend who was like very cool. We got along so well. Cindy was her name, and um, she asked me straight, you know, straight up. She's like, "Well, so I don't believe in God, and I'm not religious, and um, you know, I think I'm a good person. So, are you okay with the idea of me going to hell?" And I was like, "Wow!" I was like, "That's true." You know, it's like, hmm, you know, and so it got me thinking. Um, like, yeah, like what happens if you are a good person, but you don't believe in Jesus, you know, or, or Christ or whatever, you know, are you just going to go to hell? Like, that doesn't seem right, you know. So it kind of had me questioning it a little bit. Mm. And then I feel like, you know, as you get older and you, you start reading stuff more and more, you're like, okay, well, this is a contradiction. Like, you know, it's just like, what's going on here? You know, like there's so many things that don't seem to make sense. You know, and it's like, I don't want to say it to, to offend anybody, you know, because I, I feel like on the one hand, religion serves a point as far as keeping people maybe to a certain degree in line or giving them some kind of faith and belief. So I think that's kind of cool. But then you have those people that are just like, you know, do as I say and not as I do. And I feel like a lot of times with Christians, it comes down to that. You know, you see this like, oh, you can't cheat, but I'm cheating on my wife. You know, so it's kind of like, well, what? You know, you can't do this, you can't do that, but I'm doing it. And so I think it creates this problem where you know like what are like you just want to be christian in name only because maybe you're getting you know votes or you're getting some kind of like you know popularity contest you know and then you have people who turn to to god or religion because they had a problem you know and i think it's good because it helps them but then i, I kind of worry because they're like oh you know like i was on drugs for 20 years and then i prayed to god and then now i'm clean and it's like so you just have to go ahead and make the effort to get clean, you know, like, you know, it's kind of interesting. So, I, so you know, so I, I think it's good on one hand, and then at sometimes it can be crippling, you know. And I feel like, uh, you know, if we look throughout history, you know, Christianity and other religions have been used in such horrible ways, you know, Nazis, um, you know, just genocides, you know, even, uh, you know, Henry VIII cutting off, you know, his <laughs> wife's heads, you know, and using this as a, as a shield. So, you know... And it's a shame because I feel like if people actually knew, and, you know, growing up in the church, you know, I've been around, you know, the scriptures, but at its heart, I think Christianity is all about love. Exactly. You know, you know it's all about love. And it's about, you know, Jesus making this ultimate sacrifice so that we would have to go through all these problems. And yet people that, you know, claim to be Christians, like, are always ostracizing other people, you know, they're always, like, chastising people. And this is not stuff, you know, the Bible clearly says don't judge other people. You know, that's God's, you know, that's God's duty alone, you know. So it's kind of interesting, you know. I, I feel that um, as I got older, I kind of moved away from that and just start questioning things. And, you know, it's just, again, it's, it's one of those things where it didn't necessarily define me. Yeah. So I just kind of moved away from it, 
you know, just, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like, you know, it's fine if people believe in whatever they believe and as long as they don't throw it in your face, you know, yeah. and I think that's where a lot of the times, again, what some of the problems come from is like people are like, you got to believe this, you're going to hell, you know, and you read these social media posts, um, like, um, <laughs> it's just funny, like, uh, this guy opened up a barbershop, right, and he's like, you know, you open up a barbershop and your friends and family don't come out to support you, you know, it sucks, and someone wrote, well, it doesn't matter. Jesus is there. <laughs> oh, come on. Is he though? I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, okay, well, that, that doesn't really help, you know, because A, I don't think Jesus needs a haircut. And B, you know, could you physically give him a haircut? And, and does he have money? You know, so it's one of these things like, it's one of these things like, like why would you say wow, that? Like, you can know, use that for anything. Yeah, exactly, you know. But it's just kind of those things where it's like, I feel like people, that's, and that's why I say it's kind of crippling because people are just like, you know, like, Oh, I got COVID and I'm in the hospital, but Jesus will save me. And it's like, no, your doctor's gonna, you know, save you, you know. And, and so it's just kind of interesting. I feel like, you know, so it's just, it, I think it has its pluses and its minuses as long as you use it in a way that's responsible, you know, and, mm-hmm. and you don't demean other people and you try to make other people feel shitty, you know, just for not being religious, you yeah. know. And so that's how, I, that's how my thing is. Like, you know, I feel like there's some great people that, you know, that just like, you know, just live their life in a certain way. And I think that's what I try to do too. It's like, I try to live my life in a certain way. Like I try to live my life in a way that I don't have to feel embarrassed about something that I did or, you know, I have to kind of feel regrets, you Mm. know? And, um, and I think that would be the take for me with religion. It's like, if you're going to preach this religion, you know, like this all loving, all caring, you know, God figure, then you should be, you know, exuding that, you know, Mm -hmm. you shouldn't be chastising people you shouldn't be like you know saying this is bad or this is wrong you know and then especially if you're doing it yourself you know in a different in a different way you know and so i feel like the hypocrisy that comes along with religion you know is one of the biggest problems yeah it's very strong you know Mm -hmm. yeah that was a solid answer i really appreciate that yeah that's like the the spectrum that we get yeah. on that particular subject is, is like hugely varied and yeah. that's why I love bringing well, because it up. I don't, that was so insightful. Thank well, you so much. Well, because the thing is like, of course I have like my own like personal feelings that go even beyond that. But you know, yeah. I'm trying to keep it like, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm keeping it like PC, you know. So yeah. <laughs> I just have one more question sure. about yes. cosplay. Okay. Tell me your, your path okay. into that. Oh, um, but I don't really do cosplay. I I miss, no, no. Um, oh, God, yes. Okay, wait. <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't think uh, it was a cosplayer. Oh, uh, well, not so much like, not like huge cosplayer like like that. But okay. we were for for eight seasons of Game of Thrones. We oh, did cosplay. That's what we okay, did. Yes, okay, yes, yes, yes. Okay. So how that came... So I did a deep dive on No, 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 pictures. no. It's fine. No, 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 no. <laughs> and I was like, I have never seen this side of Derek. <laughs> no, because it took me a while because I was like, okay, yeah. Well, so, okay... Going back to that story also, too, the backstory behind that. So, again, my college friends, who I love and I'm still, uh, you know, we're still friends now after all these years, they would play, like, Dungeons and & Dragons and all these board games while we were in college. And I just would sleep through them. Like, I would, they would be playing till, like, 4 o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, what the hell are you guys doing? Like, so I just would go to sleep, like to be on, <laughs> yeah. maybe having a good old time. And then um, in recent years, like, I got invited to play D&D with them, Dungeons and & Dragons, and so I actually loved it, you know, because I'm into like, not so much because it's like evil or whatever, like, you know, like witchcraft and like magic and like, you know, growing up you, and I grew up on comics and yeah. the X-Men, like being different and being an outcast or to a certain degree. So when I, um, yeah, when I played, I was like, oh my God, this is great. This is great. It's <laughs> awesome. You know, I think I, I read one book and it was like, it opened my mind because I had saw the movies to that book too. And I was like, wow, the book in the movie is so different. Like, let me, you know, look into this. So then I started reading, like, Lord of the Rings, you know, and it was a good, good, good adaption with the movies. And I started reading all these, like, fantasy, 
books and things like that. And um, then, you know, Game of Thrones came out. Growing up, you know, I mean, being a fashion, you know, someone that works yeah. in fashion, being a fashion designer, um, we just kind of loved the show. So one day we were just like, you know what, we should make costumes for it, for the season opening. And <laughs> oh, then that happened. Awesome. And yeah, so then it was a lot of work because <laughs> yeah, yeah, only yeah. me and my friend Sherelle were like, excuse me, we're pretty much sewing everything. So we had to sew stuff for like eight people. And uh, oh, yeah, God. it was like crazy. Um, wow. Yeah, so we did put a lot of work into that. And I would go out like maybe two or three months out. and But it was cool. Everyone like contributed. My friend would give us money to like go get the fabrics for the costumes. Our other friend would host it at his place and he'd cook dinner for us. Like, yeah. you know, like, Aww. yeah. And so it was, it was really cool. But then the last season of Game of Thrones, like, you know, because everyone was really into it by then. And we're like, it's the last season. These MFs. Made their own costumes, oh. and they looked amazing. Oh. And I was like, "God damn it!" For seven years, you've had me, you know. Because the thing is, like, you know, I didn't make, I had to make it the day of, pretty much. So oh. it's like for like six, seven hours before the show came on, I'm like dressing everybody. You know, we're sitting there dressing everybody. I love the commitment. Oh yeah, and then like you know, I had like thirty minutes to throw on my outfit. So of course, I'd always suffer, you know. Oh. And then, but you know, yeah, these guys making like put on like mask and like my friend made armor and I was like really seriously like you know so <laughs> so yeah so and then it kind of like you know but I love people because we do have a lot of friends that do cosplay mm. cos, excuse mm-hmm. me cosplay and you know they're coming going out to like a I think like Jay and everyone's going out to Neotropolis oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and they get dressed up and you know work on their cyber suits and things like that right and I'm like you know I would love to go one day but it's too hot like, yeah, I, yeah, I avoid like all those festivals. Pretty, yeah, yeah, dust yeah. and like, shit. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm dust. Very anti-dust. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very heat, true goss. You know, <laughs> yeah, all that stuff. So I'm like, if you guys did it in the winter, like wear like a nice coat, I would totally <laughs> do it. But like, I'm not going to Coachella or anything like that. Yeah, I don't no. to sweat. <laughs> no. Well, cool. Well, that's that's all. a good note to end. Oh, on. I know. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No cella. <laughs> yeah, no cella. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you, Derek. We're, this has been eye-opening. We've learned a lot about you. And sure. Yeah. Thanks great. for being so open. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, you guys ask me anything, and um, yeah, I mean, I try to like again, like I said, I try to just live my life and you know have fun, and I'm so excited that you know the goth scene has come this far and that I'm still part of it, you know, and I can go the out mayor. every day. <laughs> yeah. the mayor, right, right, mayor right. Derek. I need my key. Um, but, um, but yeah, no, I just hope that, uh, again, to your former question, I just hope that it it does, you know, continue to last. I would love to see it yeah. last. And I think it's going to progress more, you know, like, again, like we had parties and like house parties now, which yeah. stuff that didn't happen before, you know. So I feel like, on some level or another, it's going to continue. So oh, that's our wish. Yeah. Most mind-blowing thing that I learned tonight is that you were a pessimist. Oh, yeah. I can't. <laughs> I can't. You have the biggest smile always. You're always so positive and yeah. happy yeah. and like yeah. a kind word. And yeah. it's, yeah. Well, I, mean, so, I understand. Yeah. Well, so the reason for pessimism, actually, believe it or not, was because that mindset actually helped me. Because if you don't think things are going to go right for you, when they do, you're, you're surprised. surprised. When they don't, it doesn't matter. You, it wasn't wrong. Yes, yeah, 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 oh. yeah. yeah. Very toxic way of thinking, but it did work. It did work. You know, we might have had the same childhood. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, I, like seriously, it makes sense yeah. as a coping mechanism. Yeah. It does. Yeah. 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 And, and also leading into the sort of like the positive side of yourself. Yes. Um, it's why you know so many comedians have serious depression yes, and like yes. it's really a way we interface we cope with that yeah. yes yes yeah. mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it checks out i guess yeah yeah <laughs>
So goth on some levels and, you know, yeah, with the depression and the mopiness and the black. So, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and on that note, we're yeah. going to now go right. to Wednesdays together. Yes, we are going to Wednesdays and have some fun, see some people that we talked about today. Yeah. <laughs> Derek's going to dance the whole time. So hopefully we yeah. hurt anybody's feelings tonight. But, yeah, no, I, I love this scene and I hope it continues. And so, yeah. Cool. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. All right. Good night.